My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisor. Say the darndest things of my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. And today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about fear. I believe that fear is one of the driving forces behind our inability to make great investment decisions. And it's also the reason that people will rather spiral into debt rather than just make some changes and improve their situation. In this episode, we'll speak on rational and irrational fears and how we can kind of overcome these fears through the word of God and through knowledge. So let me ask you, when was the last time that you checked your retirement account? Three months ago, six months ago, a year, five years, 10 years. Have you not checked it ever since you started your job? But why? Why are we so afraid to look at our retirement account? And I can answer that question for you. It's the fear of losing money. Some people don't know what to even look for. I mean, they get the statement, they open up the envelope, you know, they look at the balance and they're happy for what's in there. But that's about it. They don't learn about the contributions. They don't learn about the allocation. They don't think about other things that they may be doing or how that's going to impact their retirement in the long run. And that can be a problem. Daniel Kahneman, he's the author of Thinking Fast and Slow. He came up with prospect theory and this idea of loss aversion where losses feel twice as bad as gains. So what happens is if we open up that envelope and we're losing money, it's painful, more painful if we make money. Just to give you an example, let's say that you lost a hundred dollar bill, right? You're going to be like, oh, where's my money? You're going to be flipping over couches. You're going to be flipping over bed sheets. You're going to be digging in your car. You're going to be digging in the trash if you can, depending on where you've been. You're going to look in the lawn. You're going to search high and low for that $100 bill, right? But if you go to the store and they said, hey, we're going to give you $100 credit. What do you do? Oh, thanks. Nowhere near what you do when you lose money. What does that have to do with investing? Well, if you're in the market and you lose 2%, it's going to take you a gain of 4% to make you even feel that you broke even. This is what we are considering irrational fears. It's the same type of fear that we have around our credit cards. We know that we're deep in debt. Maybe we have five, six, ten thousand dollars $10,000 in debt. At first, we look at it. Then the next month, it's 11000 The next month, it's eleven five, And we just refuse to look at it. We just start throwing money at it. Maybe we pay the minimum balance on it. You know, we pick it up three months later and say, maybe I should look at this. Right. But let me tell you this. You can't fix what you can't see, but you also can't fix what you refuse to see. And a lot of the issues that we have in the financial world is not about the issue in and of itself. It's our refusal to address the issue and establish a strategy to overcome it. Credit card debt is not bad in and of itself. The compound interest, all those things can be very detrimental to a financial plan. But we have strategies. We have the snowball technique or the avalanche technique. So the snowball technique is where you line up all your debt from smallest to largest and you start paying down the lowest balance and you just keep snowballing that effect until all your debt is paid. Literally, if we know your number, we could take that number and we can actually project what month and what year you will pay off that credit card if you follow these strategies. It's very simple. But people are wandering around not knowing 
when they're going to be able to pay off this debt. And that fear weighs on you like a wet blanket. Well, let's keep going. What are some rational fears? So we know that's irrational fears, but what about some rational fears? Rational fears are like walking in a dark alley at night, at midnight, you know, you're by yourself. It's, it's a cold winter night in a city that you don't know. That's a rational fear. You don't know where you're at. You don't know the safety levels. You really don't know how to get around town. Those are things that are jeopardizing your life and they are rational fears. Speeding on the highway and your car starts to shake, right? Those are rational fears about being pulled over by the police, getting a ticket, maybe possibly going to jail. All those are rational fears. And think about a long time ago when a bush would start to shake. That's a rational fear because that could be a predator in those bushes. We can't assume it's the wind. You don't live to pass on your genes if you think every rustling bush is merely just the wind. La la la. La la la. Couldn't be a tiger. No way. He's not. He's not preying on me right now. Well, let's take it to the Bible. In the Bible, it says fear not over 60 times. And some say fear or being afraid is alluded to over 365 times. But let me give you a couple of examples just in the first book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. Genesis chapter 21, verse 17. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Genesis chapter 26, verse 24. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant, Abram. I can go on and on and on, right? So these fears are rational fears, but they can be overcome by having faith in God. As we looked at that last example, it says, be not afraid. I will bless you and I will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant, Abraham, right? So he is saying, if you have trust in my decree, you shouldn't have any fear. Don't worry. Take this worry off of your shoulders. That's a fear that we can overcome if we give it up to the Lord. So how do we overcome these irrational fears or even rational fears for that matter? It's through our faith in God. And this is a three-step process that I practice that helps me overcome fear. Step one, you're going to close your eyes and you're going to focus on just one problem. Not two problems, not three problems, not what's going on, you know, in future land. You're going to focus on one problem and one problem only, right? So what is your biggest problem? Is it credit card debt? Are you worried that you're going to run out of money in retirement? Are you near your deathbed or diagnosed with a terminal illness and you need to get your estate in order? What is your biggest problem? Let's focus on that. Two, you're going to surrender that problem to God. You're no longer going to take responsibility for the outcome. No, you're going to get it off of your shoulders. You're going to leave it at the altar and you're going to allow God to take over. And then three, you're going to do everything that you can in your power to overcome that problem. Uh, I, I, wait, wait, hold on. I, I thought we just gave it to God, right? Right. We did. But we have to do everything in our power 
with all of our resources to help overcome this problem. Now, why do we say this? Because in Matthew chapter 6, verse 26, it says, look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or wheat or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. The birds don't stay in their nest. They get up early. They go out to find food that God has provided for them, and then they come back. And that's what we have to do, too. We have to trust in God's decree. So when we relinquish this problem to him, we are saying, whatever you put on my heart to do, I know it's going to come out in my best interest. We're not going to take that responsibility on ourselves. God created the laws of cause and effect because I see it all the time on the Internet. If you do this, if you put in all the hours, if you prospect, you're going to get the results. But the problem is, is when we take our faith out of the cause and effect, then we are victims of our own ego. And that can drive us insane. Think about it. Many of us pray and we think faith is going to take care of it. I'm just going to sit in my bed and pray. I mean, even Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich tells you you need to have action. He doesn't just say you need to sit there and think positive and the law of attraction. Faith without works is dead. And that's way before Napoleon Hill. And it's through our works that we prove our faith. The same with investing. So as we wrap up, I want to give you three more tips you can do to overcome your fear in investing. So one, you need to rebalance your account. Rebalancing your account refocuses your ambitions and your goals in the market. If your equity exposure is too much or if your fixed income is too little, you can always make some of those adjustments. Number two, increase your cash holdings. So maybe that emergency fund you have for six or nine months you may want to extend that to 10 or maybe 12 months to give yourself a little bit more cushion so you can allow the investments to grow and do exactly what they're supposed to do. And three, learn more about your investments and how the movement occurs in the market over the long term. The more that we know about the holdings that we have, the better we will be able to make decisions about our investments as a whole. Well, that is it for me. I hope you learned something about rational and irrational fears. I hope that you're going to put into practice the three steps. Closing your eyes, imagining your one problem. Two, relinquishing it all to God. And three, doing everything you can to accomplish your goal. And that includes action. That includes taking responsibility and doing something about it. As I said before, rebalancing your account, increasing your cash holdings, learning more about your investments, going out there and getting help. And it starts with creating the financial plan first. You have to have the end goal in mind. Well, my name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm a certified private wealth advisor professional helping high net worth Christians create financial plans so they can live rich in spirit and righteous in action. Well, that is it for me. I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. 
I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestine podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.